welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am your host, Nora Nopal, joined with my co-host, Miss Patty Jones. How's Pat doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you today? I am fantastic. It's a beautiful day here in northern Ohio. Yeah, it is. Oh, we've had sun. It's been so nice it, and we, warm. Oh, gosh, I've missed the warmth. I miss the sunshine. You know, and we appreciate it so much here because yes. it's sometimes it's a long winter and <laughs> and so when spring comes it's like oh yay. Yay, welcome back, sunshine, we missed you. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, it it is. And and I'm gonna you know, after we're done recording today I actually have a a rare kind of day off. I I really I have a for some reason, I only scheduled a half day of clients today. And then and then my husband said, oh, I think I'm going to take the afternoon off. And I said, well, I apparently gave myself the afternoon off. So <laughs> let's go do something fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be a good day for that. Yeah, I'll, rep- I'll report back. Mm-hmm. On your adventures. Yes, roving reporter for Unscripted Energy. Out yeah. On, out on the scene. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're just tuning in for the first time, this is Unscripted Energy. And um, how we came to to do this is Pat and I pick a word, a random word, every week. And we talk about the energy and intention that the word kind of can inflict. Um, words have en- have energy, and that's why some they, they evoke such emotions and things mm-hmm. within us. Um, and again, for those of you who might just be tuning in for the first time, what gives Pat and I any kind of authority to talk about things like this? No, nothing. Just no, cause nothing. Nothing. And nothing. no real Nobody, authority. No how. <laughs> no real authority. Um, just I, I've been a, a hypnotist for almost 23 years, a Reiki practitioner for almost six. Um, so... You know, we we know a thing or two based on our lived and learned experience. And Pat, you want to tell them about, you know, what gives I, you the right? <laughs> well, I, uh, Reiki has been since '08, so mm-hmm. that's a while ago. That's a while ago, yeah. And um, Qigong was probably about the same time when I started practicing, and uh, I've been teaching for five years now, and absolutely no authority whatsoever but uh, <laughs> but we might but know a I, thing or two about energy yeah but I love it and and I like to share and these practices are something that I feel like 
uh, people really need to know about. Yeah. And and if if we can uh, talk about something that maybe touches someone to um, experience and try hypnosis, try qigong, try a reiki treatment, or or any other type of energy practice. I mean. That's kind of why we're here. Yeah, ex- exactly. We're here to just kind of to broaden the horizons. And the whole idea from this podcast just started because Pat and I, we would go on walks and, and we would have these conversations and I would joke about, you know, this is podcast gold. Why aren't we recording yeah. this? Yeah. And we would talk about the most random things, everything and anything. And and yeah. so then we came up with this premise of let's just, Let's pick a word and just talk about it and see what happens. And so far it's worked for us for almost an entire four seasons because we're in episode 14 today of season four. And it's so fun and it it really has blossomed, I think, into something pretty wonderful. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, it's it's really resonating with a lot of people. And we never knew where this podcast would even take off and go to, but... We've been blessed with some amazing guests this season, from mm-hmm. hypnotists to um, avid listeners to, um, yeah. you know, people in the, you know, the drag community to other energy workers. I mean, it's just been every, everybody and anybody, I guess. <laughs> well, it's, it's an eclectic little mix. It is. It's because it, for an eclectic podcast, let's just say exactly, yeah, we never yeah. know what word we're gonna what word we're gonna pick. So, with that being said, um, it is episode fourteen. So I get the honor of picking this week's word. So let me just go out here to my wheel. Um, I have a wheel of words. And I'll spin the wheel and see what happens. You never know. Ta-da! Is that the ta-do? Yeah, ta-do! The word of the week is real. Get real, man. Get real. Right. Yes. Ooh, that's. It's about to get real, folks. That's that's big. Yeah, I mean. That could go. That can go a lot of different, a lot of different places. Yeah. So. Well, I'll think about that for a minute. This idea of real, as I look up the definition, because we always do that. Um, we look up the definition just for the sake of posterity to understand, you know, because some of the words just, um, you know, don't always lend themselves, you know, to just knowing what it means, like the word real. But, um, so the word real as a noun is sometimes when, Pat, when I go to the dictionary, I tell you, Sometimes you just go, where'd that come from? I'll come back to that definition because it was, it's from the century, the century dictionary. I've not heard of the century dictionary, but it was an interesting definition. Um, I'm going to first go to Merriam-Webster and take a peek. Mm -hmm. Pat sometimes goes to dictionary.com. 
that's what I usually use. So, real, as an adjective, says um, having objective, independent existence. And the kind of example they give there is unable to believe what he saw was real. Um, secondary to that is not artificial or fraudulent or illusionary. In other words, like genuine. Um, also, precisely what the name implies, a real professional, as the example they give. Like Pat and I, we're real professionals. <laughs> professional podcasters. Um, Sorry, I mean, really after like I would think after four seasons, we've at least got the hang of it. Um, and then it also talks about occurring or existing in actuality, as in saw a real live celebrity. Oh my gosh, that cracks me up. I was at a, I, I have to share a story about, <laughs> about my real life experience with that. Um, relating to practical or everyday concerns as in the real world, behaving or presented in a way that feels true, honest or familiar without pretension or efficacy. Meaning the, the example they give her, like that's also what made her real and relatable, right? So. Before we jump in, some, like sometimes um, Pat and I have stories, um, and sometimes we lead right in with the meditation. But I, I want to go back to that definition of like a, I saw a real live celebrity. Yeah, yeah. I was at a wellness fair with one of our wellness colleagues, Mary Colvin of Ancestral Herbology. We shared a table back in my early onset of doing this full-time, probably 29, I think March of 2019, we were, like, we were at like the Home and, Home and Garden Expo or something here in town. And this, we had a, Mary and I had a shared table, so we were both in the same like six or eight foot space. And this lady comes up and she's talking to Mary about herbology and all the things that Mary does. And, and then Mary was like, and this is my colleague, cause that's what we kind of did when people would come up to my side, then I would talk to them and then I would say, Oh, and this is, and I would intro her and likewise she would me. So these cut this couple is talking to Mary and she goes, and this is my colleague, Nora Noble. She's a hypnotist. And they go, Oh, a real live hypnotist. I swear to God, Mary Colvin can back me up on this story. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. Like, here in the flesh a real hypnotist and Mary and I just it's one of the things like you know you have those inside jokes with friends and so so yeah. we, we joke about now a real live hypnotist <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to a real dead one I guess but opposed to some artificial imitation hypnotist that's right I can't believe it's not a hypnotist hypnotist right <laughs> Yeah, it's, I am 100% grade A American and whatever else is mixed in here, a, a hypnotist. That's me. Real as beep. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Sorry. Or as the kids say, real AF. There you go. Yeah. It doesn't get point. any more real than that. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. check please. <laughs> 
That's all we got. That's all the time we got today, folks. That's all we need. She's a. I'm a real life hypnotist. She's a real life Qigong instructor. Stay tuned. Next week we'll pick another word. We'll see what happens. Oh, geez. This is what you get, folks, when you tune in to real professional podcasters who just just wing it because that's what we do here. And we end up laughing a lot as I as I go back and listen to these. I always oh, say, Oh my wow, gosh, we laugh a lot. We do laugh a lot, <laughs> and it's and it's funny um, if. You know, you go, by the time this one airs, last week's, or the the, the week previous to this, uh, videos will be on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And there's one there that's list, that's that's tagged as uh, effervescent laughter, because the word of the week last week was effervescent. And there's one clip where we're just um, un, unrealistically giggly, I guess, if I can say that. Um but it was fun. It makes for a good podcast. <laughs> it sure does. So. All right. Real. The word real. of the week is real. And so with that being said, I think I'm going to invite our listeners and you, Pat, if you choose to do so, to just uh, drop in wherever you are. And if you're somewhere where you're not safely able to meditate at this moment, then listen to this later. Because whatever comes out of my mouth, I'm going to guarantee will be worthwhile. Because <laughs> I'm a real hypnotist and a real meditation teacher, believe it or not. So um, so here we go. So if it's safe for you to do so, go ahead and close your eyes and allow yourself to tune inward and draw your gaze inside yourself. And just begin to gently notice your breath as it just comes in and out of your body. It's with the understanding and the awareness of our breath that we know that our breath is real. It it just is, and we just are. It's not an illusion. It's not imaginary. It just exists within us. And it's really important to understand that our breath just does what it does automatically behind the scenes. There's no magic involved, but yet it's miraculous in the wonder of how it works and why it works and the way it works. And as we breathe and relax in this space and just become aware of our breath, we begin to understand the power of our breath and the power of our minds because if you chose to move your awareness to somewhere else besides your breath, perhaps your big toe on your right foot, And you imagined breathing into your right toe, the big toe on your right foot. You're still really breathing, even though there is a depth of illusion in the awareness of how that 
came to be as you breathe into the big toe on your right foot. And you feel that air come into you underneath the nail bed, up the toe into the foot and the ankle, up the leg, into the body, into the bottom of the right lobe of your lung, into your nose, and as you exhale, in reverse, that leaves you and goes right out your toe and that magic and that mystic and that wonder makes your mind wonder how it is so. Most of the times the story our brains generate matches the real and physical world, but not always. Our brains also unconsciously bend our perception of reality to meet our desired expectations and help fill in the gaps using our past experience. And all of this is real, even with the perception of illusion, of the awareness in your big toe. And just as you move the awareness over to the big toe on your left foot, the realness presents a clear and interesting challenge for the way we live, the ability to change, to be who we are, to stay stuck in something, or to have the ability to, just like you did now, move and change what is real, what is right, maybe what doesn't jive with you, You have the ability to make these changes, to decipher between what is real and what is illusion. And you may be asking yourself right now, how do I know what is real if I can breathe in through my toe? That doesn't seem real. Once we begin to explore that and we begin to know the extent of our brain's limits, We begin to understand that sometimes reality is also just an illusion. Because what is real in my mind might not be real in Pat's mind, might not be real in your mind, but it's real to us. And it's really important to understand that we have the perception to change reality. Whatever feels right to you in this moment, take a big deep breath into that part of you. That part of you that needs to see and feel and be maybe even more real. Maybe there's a part of you that's hiding in the shadows, in the illusion of the world, or underneath something trapped within you. Breathe into that spot and shine light into the darkness. Be able to use this wonderful tool to look into the depths of you, to get to know the real you, to see the things that are of value to you, to challenge the places that you might view as deficits, 
to begin to understand what you need to change, to begin to understand what you can live with. As you breathe into those spaces, begin to understand the power you have to create your own reality. Begin to understand what you'd want in the places or what you hope to happen as the shadows disappear or the heaviness lifts away from you. Begin to understand that you have the ability to plant really real seeds of integrity and promise and growth and hope and whatever else you might need. And so notice as you plant those seeds that you need in those places that you've let the light into now. And take a big deep breath into those places and spaces and as you exhale out anything that fails to serve you well, continue to grow in the authenticity of the real you. Continue to allow yourself to discover what it means to be the real you without the masks or the shadows or the hiding. Take a big deep breath into your whole self and imagine yourself integrated into the realness of you. Imagine yourself integrated into the person you wish to be from this moment forward. Feel what that feels like and where you feel it as the real you. No illusion. No imagination necessary. This is you. All of you. Beautiful, wonderful, vulnerable, courageous you. Own it. Namaste. It's real as it gets, folks. Wow, yeah. <clears throat> Unscripted. Love it. Real Love it. live meditation. And at the end of this podcast, you'll get of, to do it again with Pat. We don't of, know what's going to happen. Out of the ether, right? I, I mean, that was... I mean, I think, personally, I could talk about... I could go back and talk about that meditation for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if something speaks to you in that, go ahead. Yeah, that was great. I mean, before we, before you started, and you said this in your meditation, I was thinking, what's real for you? Mm. You know, that's kind of what my first initial thought when you picked the word. Yeah. What's real for you? And um, I also thought of a, a little story, a little anecdote yeah, sure. uh, that I'll share um, because it popped into my mind as you were, as we were meditating. Um, I, I listened to Krishna Das mm. and he, he um, is a kirtan chanter and he was um, um, a devotee of um, Ram Das mm -hmm. and he told this story that 
um, he was with Ram Dass one day and Ram Dass was all angry and upset and everything and he says to Krishna Das, I'm a fake, I'm a fraud, and you're a fake and a fraud. And Krishna Das says, yeah, but we're a real fake, we're a real fraud. <laughs> I like that. And, yeah, and so that, that just, you know, popped into my mind. Um, and I thought, I thought, oh, that's, you know, because they're these, you're looked you know, at in a certain way, right? Bigger than, bigger than life, um, yeah, revered, quote-unquote, gurus, whatever a guru means to you. But Krishna Das always says that that your guru is inside of you. I, I like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, he doesn't, he doesn't project that, you know, people are supposed to listen to him or fall at his feet. He's he says the guru's inside of you mm. that's that's why I really like him mm-hmm. um, but um, it's just kind of a interesting thought of um, you know that that being real and what's real for you and and looking inside not outside looking inside for all of that yeah and and i'm glad yeah that brings me to a a point about you know like hypnosis a lot about what i do you know people are like is that real does it really work right Mm -hmm. and i i get calls you know a lot you know with people asking like that question and Mm -hmm. um and and it kind of makes me chuckle because i'm I, I guess if you don't know the person, and there's certainly people out there that probably practice things that I practice that don't have the integrity that I feel like I have, um, you know, that, you know, could put a bad name to anything, right? Um, and, and so I think, you know, when I answer that question, it used to make me chuckle because I thought, no, I'm just out here taking people's money because, you know, but I'm sure there are people yeah. that did do that. And, um, and it's like, so I, I share my lived and learned experience. I don't get defensive in it. You know, I just say it works and here's why it works. You know, yeah. for, here's why it worked for me or how it worked for me. We, we often say in hypnosis, we don't know why it works, but we know how it works. Um, and so, you know, there's, but I, I give suggestions to people subconscious mind. Now, some people will say, you know, are they suggestions or are they commands? Their suggestions because the other person's mind has to perceive what's real and possible and doable for them in order for the suggestions to yeah. manifest in their mind and for the action to to take hold um, and suggestions are very powerful so that's why some people look at it and, and go are they suggestions or are they commands um, they're suggestions because just because yeah. I give a suggestion to somebody doesn't mean their subconscious mind is going to necessarily you know it's going to jive like if I don't have all the information maybe that I need there might be something locked in their subconscious that could cause them to have an ab reaction right or to cause yeah, them and what what's going to resonate with you and what mm-hmm. isn't yeah and here's and the yeah and the other part of that is like 
you know, they come in and they have this fantastic experience in here and they go back out into the real world, right? And they have this, um, you know, they carry this beautiful experience with them and the changes are really lasting, right? And they have this just empowerful, impactful thing on them. And that is the experience a lot of people have, but occasionally some people will go out and they'll be like, I don't know, this just didn't work for me. Yeah. Didn't work for me. Well, what, why not? You know, what, 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 tell me about that. Cause I'm interested in that. Cause mm -hmm. it, it might resonate with somebody else down the road and I need to know how to counter that. Right. You know, so we'll have these, these very real conversations about what works and what doesn't for the, for a person's subconscious mind. And, and sometimes the perception of that didn't really work is really just a perception and when I start to hear their story and point out all the things the subtle things that are changing because they didn't have this big aha when they left you know mm -hmm. like for example people that stop smoking like I might get people that I get a lot of people that stop smoking after just one session that really happens in here yeah but sometimes people will call back and say you know, well, it's just not, it's not working for me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still smoking. And I'll go, well, you know, when you came in, you were at a pack a day. Yeah, where are you right now? Oh, I mean, I smoke like one in the morning, one at lunch, one when I get home, one before bed. So you're only smoking four cigarettes? Like, do you not, like, do you see that as the success? Like, yeah. I have to point out that the reality for them is that you, you have reduced down. So yeah. if you reduce down from a pack to just four cigarettes, let's talk about the things that are keeping you in that in that habit. So right. being able to point out like reality to them, mm -hmm. you know, is, is an important part of what I do. Um, it's like a posit this positive, I guess, redirection of you are succeeding. That's the reality, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes our reality is like, we have this picture of reality in our minds of being this big grand gesture yeah. of how life is supposed to be. And when it doesn't pan out like that, we get disappointed, right? We get affected by that. And when you sit down and you look at the reality of how your life is, if you can find joy in how it really is, you know, you don't need the grand illusion. Right? You don't need to be defeated by whatever the grand illusion is. Or if you can sit down, if you want the grand illusion, if you want the, all the grand gesturing, you can, you can create it. You can create it. Because that's how powerful your mind is. That's what we were yeah. talking about in the meditation. Yeah, exactly. You know, what rock do you need to live, live, lift off of you so that you can mm -hmm. see the reality of mm -hmm. the potential that you have? And, and yeah, and that's not an no. And I was gonna say, and that's not an illusion. That's not like right. you know hypnosis that's wizardry. Real. That's real stuff. That's you real. can do that. Well, and I, I, I wrote down a couple of things. It's yeah. like we all have our different perceptions and expectations. Yeah. And so that's what we have to work with. Mm hmm Right. Yep. And um. And the other thing I wrote down was present moment, because what's more real than right now? now? Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen five minutes from now. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the first things I thought of when you picked the word, too. That mm -hmm. was my second thought. <laughs> was, 
present moment. Present moment is very real. What um, so many practices boil down to is present moment awareness. Absolutely. And and that kind of makes everything real. Mm -hmm. In a way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that the word reminded me of is um, I got, and I, I hope I'm getting this right because I've long put it past me and behind me, but a long time ago I had a, I will just, I'm going to be really real people. I had the unfortunate displeasure of having a director who was above my immediate supervisor, whom I also had a displeasure of working under um but the director once told me because i was i'm always like this this is this is the real me yeah positive upbeat i try to look for the silver lining in things i try to stay i say try for a reason i try to stay optimistic that's that's the real me but the real me also is very genuine in that if i'm having a down day i just call it out because i'm a human being i mm-hmm. you know i just roll with whatever comes and i Try to find the positive in it. So one day this director says to me, out of the blue, un, it was unprovoked, I guess, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think I was just trying to, again, find the positive in whatever we were dealing with. And she, But this part stuck with me. She said, Nora, do you know the difference between a realist and a positive person? And I said, no, I guess not. Because, I mean, I had an idea in my mind what the real definition of that would be. She said, a, real, a, real is, uh, a realist is a positive person with life experience. And I was like, I took exception to that. Because she was essentially saying in that statement that I'm just a positive person who's unrealistic. And... And I knew that that's what she was saying. Yeah. It was not yeah. an illusion. She was very direct in, in her, yeah. in it. She was, yeah. She didn't like my bubbly personality all the time. we got to be real here, you know. And a realist is somebody who can be positive but also looks at the rea- reality of things. Well, the reality of things is, in, in, in my perception of my situation, mm-hmm. is those two supervisors sucked. They were not. <laughs> That's they were the not leaders. They were mm-hmm. not leaders. They were not uplifters. They were not people who were trying to get... They didn't have a positive leadership um, uh, direction in how to get the most and the best out of your people. Yeah, building up instead of... They of were tearing down, down type of people, yes. And and it and i and it always kind of stuck with me because mm-hmm. in the back of my mind my subconscious was firing off going how dare you life experience let you know i had to yeah. i couldn't say all that stuff out loud but my subconscious yeah. was like let me tell you about life experience lady yeah. yeah and 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 that's that's the reality that so many times i see or experience or hear about people in leadership roles who think that you know, you know they're they're just all that, and that they're out to prove just exactly how um, demeaning and lazy they can be, and then expect the people underneath them to, you well, know. Well, to me, 
that, to, not to trickle down to them. But to me, that kind of signals a, a power trip. Oh, for sure. And people, some people, they get into a certain role and the, the power takes them over. A hundred percent. And that's what you get. Yeah, and here's the reality. They're not, thinking, they're not thinking about building people up and how I can help them be their best. They're just thinking about, ooh, you know, look at me. I've got this power. I've got this title. I make all this money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whatever else is driving them, and that's what's, that's what's coming out. Yeah, and my leadership style is to go in and be, and be direct and be firm, but also be kind. And they didn't take to that. Um, and, you know, but the reality of it is, in one point in time in my career at this former employer, I was actually tasked, it was part of my job, to be the mediator between my team and another team for the supervisor because nobody could communicate with her because of this deficits that she had. So I think about that and I think, well, here's the life experience. Nobody can... Nobody can deal with you, and that's why I'm in this role to be the mediator between the two teams because nobody feels comfortable coming and talking to them. And that should have been a red flag for someone higher up. It should have been, but it was not. Yeah, why do we have to have a mediator? Yeah. Let's take a look at this. Absolutely. But you know what? In the reality of things, things happen for a reason that we don't always know, right? That's the reality of life. Sometimes... Sometimes um, spirit and God the divine, whomever you might believe in as your higher power, are working as the puppet masters behind the scenes and you going, why am I going through this awful, awful thing right now, right? Only to learn later that what you had to go through somehow impacts your future. We don't know what that is. But in that instance... I knew that if I ever became a supervisor, I knew how I wanted to lead people. Yeah. And here I am, and this isn't, okay, maybe it's my ego talking, and people can say what they want. This is, the, this is as real as, I mean, I'm just who I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I lead from that place, and I think that's why I'm successful. Because I am direct and firm, I understand my energy better than I ever have. I know when somebody's talking to me, if, they, if something's not jiving with me, something doesn't feel right, Nora, right? To just tune into that and go, you know, I don't know if now's the right time for me to kind of, you know what I mean? To dive yeah. into that. Um, and here's why, right? And so I can be direct and firm, but yet kind to people. Because I'm, I, time is a valuable yeah. commodity, right, Pat? Oh my gosh, yeah. Time yeah. is just. And, and you're, to me, you're talking about wisdom. You're talking about um, learning life lessons and and actually putting them into action. Yes. Um, and that you know that comes with experience and that rolls into wisdom don't you find pat that sometimes when we get caught up in those moments that the re whatever's pinging 
pinging an energy term for people who don't know in my in my world I don't know that anybody else uses that I use pinging like pinging from a cell phone tower our energy pings us in certain places usually it's our chakras or we get goosebumps or we get a catch in our throat or whatever your ping is your energy cues you to go mm, that yeah I, I like that or mm, I don't like that do you find that sometimes, uh, and, and I, I find, so I'm curious what your, your answer is, that sometimes when our energy, that real, very real ping happens to say, don't do that, or, lis or listen closely, right, to whatever that caution sign is, that ping that comes up, yeah. we ignore it. Oh, the, yeah. And, 100%. And yeah, for sure. The and first time. That's been a real life lesson for me, and that I've I've learned to listen, um, and it's been, you know, I mean, twenty years ago, I wasn't listening. Me neither. And um, I and there again, that um, for me is is what energy work that skillfully working with your energy uh, is one of the things it does it 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 creates a, um, a, a listening or a, a knowing almost yes and even even things like um, well, I should take this road or I should go this way yeah and now if I if I'm driving somewhere and I get that ping or I get that feeling, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I listen. And, and the more, yeah. the more you do that, the more you tune into that, mm -hmm. the more pings you're going to get. Yeah. And, and it's real. That oh, is, yeah. they're absolutely, it's, it's absolutely real. I, for me it is. Now there, you know, there might be people out there that are going to think, oh man, you two are just. You're cool. Oh, you guys are wackadoodles. <laughs> you know, and that's okay. You know, that's, I am. that's a, a perception. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm, I'm a, a real believer in that. And um, also, it's kind of like, why not? Why not listen and, and see what you're, see what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, and I think what I'm going to touch on something that you said there about the reality versus perception, right? Because some people listening might be like, you two are just, you know, I use the term loving affection term wackadoodle, where you two are just wackadoodles. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I go, oh, all right, perhaps I am, you know, yeah. it, it's often like the perception of what that means to somebody is mm -hmm. that. There, you know, my energy and Pat's energy might just not jive with what your re version of reality is, and that's okay. This is our lived and learned experience, and if yeah. it resonates with you, great. If it doesn't, it's not meant for you. We're not and caught that, up in that. That's our reality. Mm -hmm. That's what's real for us. That's our yep. truth. That's it's not illusion. Not when you yeah. live it like we live it. Right, mm -hmm. and um, everybody has their own everybody has their own stuff mm -hmm. and 
everybody has their own um, what is quote unquote real for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But what? It, but even in what's real for you, what's real for you right now in this moment doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be real for you in the next moment, even if there's a lot of similarities. That's the perception of, oh gosh, why didn't this work out? I handled it exactly the same way I did last time. Well, because it's not the exact same energy. It's not the exact same anything. It's our perception that that situation is exactly the same as it was the last time we experienced it. We're discounting the fact that we're taking wisdom and knowledge and lived and learned experience and perhaps even different people into the equation that seems similar yeah. not yeah. the same and and how how we change and grow and how because when you said that start to say that i thought you know just what i just said you know in 20 years you know just think how different you're going to feel um or 20, how in 20 years i am going to be more outspoken and obnoxious <laughs> that's my hope <laughs> <laughs> can only. I want to yeah. be. I want to be one of those. I want to be one of those old old ladies that dresses funky, still in when I'm seventy five, and says whatever they want. Yeah, says whatever she wants and just goes, you know. Yeah. You know this I'm is. Kinda, I'm kind of there. Already. <laughs> Truth be told, though, I probably am too. They got up and I dressed myself this morning and I was like, look at me looking <laughs> all kinds of fly and hip at 51 years I, old. I dressed myself. <laughs> I dressed myself. Look what I accomplished today. When you get to be our that's, age, that's an accomplishment. That's a real accomplishment some, day, some mornings. That's real, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, if um, not making light of... of, of mental health issues at all but you know if heaven forbid history repeats itself from a familial situation just be glad i got up and put clothes on this morning to come to work okay because it could happen could, oh lord there's a story in there somewhere i won't tell it on the air out probably, of respect for the deceased but it. no it, out of respect for the deceased i will not tell the whole story maybe i will i mean we don't it's unscripted you never know what's going to happen but, um, you know, you never know. Pat, Pat's probably very grateful that she turned the camera on and went, oh, she got dressed today. And now every time she logs on well, to do the podcast, she'll be like, oh, she got dressed today. Honestly, I never gave it a thought. You just kind of assume these things. You do kind of assume these things, right? <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't, I don't know that if that ever would, were to happen in, re, in, in real life, if I were to just somehow get in my car nude and drive all the way here to the office <laughs> nude and then make, walk into the office nude. At some point, because we have cameras in the office, the landlord's going to call, Chris, um, oh, is something wrong with Nora? Because she just walked down the hall stark ass naked. Um, she might not be having a, a good mental health day or something. I don't know. <laughs> Let's hope that never happens. Oh if God. guaranteed, it will make the it will make the headlines if it does ever happen. Local business owner Nora's arrested for indecent. Yeah, it. She's bringing back streaking. Why not? I'm a '70s baby. And for you, 
And for you kids out there, uh, look it up on YouTube. Don't look it up on YouTube, kids. <laughs> no, don't look it up on YouTube, kids. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, but I, I, and look at him. You said that the. Made me think of. It's like I remember. Oh my gosh. I was just gonna say I I don't know that I don't I don't remember the story precisely, but I was thinking when you said the word streaking, I'm like I wonder if this runs in the family, because I don't know if it was my mom's brother or if it just happened at his Ehobi graduation in the seventies, but that happened at Ehobi during graduation. Ehovi, for those of you who don't know, Ehovi is a local vocational school here where we live. That was a big thing. Yeah, people, I mean, people still do it to an extent. Like, you'll tune in, you know, you'll be watching sports sometimes, and like somebody gets on the field, right? And so, yeah. Yeah. you know, occasionally it does still happen at sporting events. People will take off and, and streak. But That's just as real as it gets, right? Like, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> this here's, here's how I'm feeling about life today. Yeah. Carefree, letting my... Whipping my letting clothes off and <laughs> running through the world. Letting it fly. Yeah. Yeah, that's as real as it gets. Yeah, but I, I guess since, we, since we're talking about nudity and streaking, folks, welcome to Unscripted Energy. The word of the week is real. It's as real as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> You're authentic the way you came into the world self. Um so, because I, I touched on it, I feel comfortable sharing with our listeners. It was a mental health issue. It was not me. I did not take my clothes off and streak through the neighborhood. My grandmother, when I was um, in junior high, she she didn't take her clothes off, necessarily. Um, but um, my grandmother had a mental break. It was very real. I'd never experienced anything like that. We didn't really know on the onset what was happening if she was having a stroke or a mental health issue or what was going on um but she in the course of a span of i'm gonna say approximately 10 to 12 hours something definitely was not right with her and the reason i'm sharing this is because this is as real as it gets and 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 it's important i think to talk about mental about mental health because sometimes people think you know oh gosh just snap out of it like, right, that's the reality for some people. Just snap out of it. You're fine. Why are you depressed? Life is great, right? And Or you're just weird. Yeah, you're just, exactly. And it's like, unless you live it, like myself, like, you know, I have, I'm, I'm living with mental health issues. Um, I say living with, and, and I actually heard the term, before I get back to the story, I heard, this is the first time I ever heard this term used with mental health, and it just, I'm not sure yet how I think about it. But somebody had said to me the other day, I'm in, um, not that they're in recovery, um, I'm in remission from depression. And I was like, I didn't realize that was a possibility. I'm in remission from depression. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I said, so only thing I knew what to do is like, well, congratulations. That's fantastic. Because I don't know what that means for them in their reality that they're in remission. Maybe it means they're in recovery. I didn't ask, but I thought to myself, I'm 
in my reality, I'm always living with. That's yeah. how I say it. I live with depression because it, it ebbs and flows, yeah. you know, depending on what happens in my life. And I can spiral sometimes. Believe it or not, positive me, I can spiral sometimes if the world gets too heavy and I don't have a place to put it. Um, but I say that because I think in my grandma's world, some things might have been happening and her world got too heavy and she had a break. And I was in junior high and I had a friend over and we had one of those campers that would you'd stick up on the bed of your truck. I don't know if a lot of people like they don't really have them a lot anymore. But like if you had a pickup truck, this camper would fit up in the bed of your truck. Yeah. Yeah. We had one of those, but um, it wasn't on the bed of the truck. We had it on a concrete pad, you know, when we didn't use it. Um, and a lot of times my sibling and I. And our friends would use it as a playhouse because yeah. it was a cool hangout. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I had a friend stay over one night and my dad stayed out in the camper with us because we weren't allowed to stay out there by ourselves. And um, my mom slept in the house on the couch in case we had to come in and go to the bathroom and stuff and she so she could hear us come in. And, and where we lived, we always left the doors unlocked. And the door was unlocked because we were sleeping outside. Well, my grandmother came in at some ungodly hour after we'd all gone to bed and put her hand over my mom's mouth while she was sleeping on the couch and said, don't scream. <laughs> don't scream. And we had just, my mom told, used to tell the story, we just bought Tupperware. It's the first time we ever bought actual Tupperware. Every, before then, we had glass glasses, right? Uh -huh. My grandmother comes in and does that. My mom realizes something's not right. And she gets her to sit down and says, do you want some iced tea? Like she's trying to diffuse this, whatever's so happening. She, so to clarify, she didn't live there. She she lived next door. She oh, okay. walked over. Yeah, oh. she lived an acre away. She walked over. Okay. So no, she okay. didn't live there. So she, um, thank you for that. Because, you know, I'm just telling this like everybody knows where I grew up in my childhood. Um <laughs> So my mom goes to the kitchen and gets a Tupperware glass and fills it with iced tea and gives it to my grandmother. My grandma took a drink, poured the rest of it over her head and threw the glass, the Tupperware glass at the wall. Thank goodness it was the new Tupperware glass. Yeah. Um, and so then, and she ran out of the house and ran home. And then my mom called my grandpa and my grandpa being who he was, the reality was is that he was a short tempered man and he was just like, you know, what are you doing? And yelled at my grandma and didn't help things. So the next morning, my grandpa gets up and goes fishing with his brother as if nothing just happened a few hours before. And I, my friend went home and they were none of the, none the wiser, I don't think. And I went over to check on my grandma. The house was empty. I walked in and the phone was ringing. It was our neighbor three doors down. She was down in her nightgown playing in a rain puddle in their driveway with the dog, with our, with my dog. And we knew something was not yeah. right. Her, her version of reality had slipped yeah. and we had to have her hospitalized. And, and you know, it was, it was scary because we'd never experienced that before in that way. And at least I hadn't, she'd had another episode, um, a, a bit later that we, um, you know, 
she she passed when she was only uh, 54. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so she was young when that yeah. occurred. Wow. Yeah. yeah, she was young when that occurred. She was 54 when she actually passed, and I was 16. So, wow. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes our reality can slip. That that happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that can be a very scary thing, not just for the person who's dealing with the mental health crisis, but it can be really scary for the people around them who don't really know how to deal with that. And so, yeah. you know, there are, if you find yourself in those situations, you know, you can text 741-741 and get help. I want to say that. And, you know, there there's places if you if you google your local mental health board um, a lot of times those local mental health boards are funding agencies that can help you um, either at low cost or um, you know very affordable rates because those mental health boards um, sometimes offer like a sliding scale fee to be able to pay you know those differences to help people get the help they need so um, thank so thank you for like rounding that back and giving me permission to share that space the reality of yeah. Mental health is something that we take for granted. Well, it's just, it's so important right now, um, I think more than ever, because, you know, personally, I mean, I live with anxiety, and I have that that ebb and flow, that um, roller coaster, and I have for many years, yeah. and I, I just feel like there are so many people out there that are dealing with this, and um, so many kids, yes. and uh, too. I mean, it's a real, it's a real um, issue in our society. Yeah, and um, and it is, it is real. You know, like you said, some people think, "Oh, just get over it." You yeah, know, just just um, get over it. But those those issues are very real, and to a wide variety variety of degrees mm -hmm. um you know it can be uh, a little thing that you live with on a daily basis or it can be um you know it can escalate into yeah um, a crisis a, a lot more than that yeah. so yeah and i will say the reality is is that you don't have to be ashamed there's no mm -hmm. shame in admitting that right. you know you need some help so help's available and and that's the reality is that you can get better Pat and I yeah. are sitting here today as proof that you can live with mental health, um, you know, disorders and live a full and healthy, happy life. So, yeah, yeah. with that, yeah, you know, it's our, it's what we talk about a lot as far as um, working with energy and mm -hmm. and what tools we have in our toolbox to help ourselves. Yeah. I mean, that really. You know, we talked at the beginning about what we do here and why we do it, but really, it's it's part of our our toolbox and how we help ourselves to um, elevate yeah. our energy. Absolutely, absolutely. Well said. So when we come back, Pat's going to lead us with some tools in her toolbox into this very real closing meditation. This is Unscripted Energy. Stay tuned. Do you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? 
You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to Unscripted Energy. And so we've been talking about the word of the week, which is real. And we've talked about a lot of things that, you know, just hit us in in different places, right? Around this idea of what's real and what's not. You just never know how a word's going to hit you. No, you just sure. how it's going to land on you. Um, sometimes we can talk for an, another hour about a word. <laughs> we, I, we could have on that. I think, I think so. Yeah. So Pat's going to lead us um, as in, in a whatever she's going to do. Sometimes it's a Qigong activity. Sometimes it's a Qigong meditation. Um, mm-hmm. So take it away, Pat. What do you got for us? Okay. Um, well, when when you first pick the word, I thought, well, that's um, kidney, mm. water, water element. Um, the first word I wrote down was true, and um, the water element relates to the kidneys, and that is um, um, kind of the, the deepest part of the body, and it also relates to the bones, which okay. which you can imagine would be kind of the the deepest part. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, let's um, kind of drop into that energy, that energy of water, um, and we'll we'll do just a little short meditation on that. And as if you're able to, as we're doing this, if you would like to, you could, you could put your, your hands on your, your, your back about where your kidneys would be, where your fingers are kind of pointing down to your low back. Now you don't have to do this, and I'm just going to do it for a minute or so. Um, so let's close our eyes if you can, and just. Put your awareness, your attention to that area in in the back at the, the kidneys. And you can even, how Nora had us breathing into our toes, we're going to breathe into our kidneys. And, and just have the intention. Um, and notice how your hands might start to move. And we're, we're dropping into that space that's what we were talking about, what's real for you. Breathing into that area. And then you can release your hands and then put your hands in your lap, palms together, or whatever's comfortable. And Let's see if we can imagine a body of water, a pond or a lake or an ocean, whatever comes into your mind, whatever feels good for you to imagine. 
and how beautiful blue it is. And then imagine that that body of water and a pebble that is dropped into the, the water. How the ripples go out, the circles. And that pebble drops into the water. And that's that's real. That's that's your reality, that's your truth, that's your wisdom. And then imagine that 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 pebble in the water that's you. And how those those ripples are within you and flowing throughout the body, head to toe. And that, that slow, water-like feeling is within you, within the mind, within the heart, within the body. helps bring you into the present moment, brings you into your calm, your calmness, your tranquility, your inner peace. kidneys, that awareness throughout the body, and that tranquility and peace in all the cells, all the trillions of cells. drops with sunlight inside. All the cells shining and sparkling like sunlight on the water.
take that real peaceful, tranquil feeling with you into the rest of your day or evening. Namaste. Namaste. That was lovely. Thank you. I could have stayed in that real tranquil space for a long time. Mm -hmm. I get to carry it with me as I go forward. It's awesome. Yeah. One of the things that um, kind of resonated with me back in what you were talking about as you started this podcast, as you started your meditation, was the idea of the, these areas being so important from an energy perspective to our vitality and our structure, what makes us who we are. Mm -hmm. And you don't get any more real than that. If, if, if you lose integrity in your structure, you lose integrity in your kidneys, your vitality, mm -hmm. and, you know, takes, takes a hit. And so it's an, it's up to us to take to take good care of ourselves and to be good stewards of our of our own self first. And I think we start with that by, you know, by being our our true authentic self, not yes. who we think the world wants us to be, not who others might have expectations of us to be, um, not the masks that we feel like we have to wear. I don't mean the ones we've worn for the last three years, but I mean. Yeah the metaphorical masks that we wear to try to please other people. I think it's important that if we live as our authentic self and own our authentic self first, then we're embodying the real and we're embodying the present moment. And the only thing that we can do anything about is the present moment. We can't change or fix the past. We can't predict the future. All we can do is take this real version of ourselves in this moment mm -hmm. into every moment and adapt accordingly. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Thank Very you. Well said. Thank you. And with that, I'm Nora Noble, signing off for Unscripted Energy. Be well. Stay safe. Peace. have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.